Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Batch Report Down Under. We're currently on episode 11 of Bat Agnew's season of The Australian Bachelor. This episode, they have a few old contestants come and give advice to Matt. Yeah, so they start the episode with the girls get like this whole baby shower kit to put together a baby shower. And they're like, oh my gosh, like what's going on? Who's having a baby? Blah, blah, blah. They thought like maybe they would be taking care of fake babies or something. But then Laura, Dijana, Maddie J, and Sam show up. And both of the guys kind of go off with Matt and just BS for the entire day. And then the girls sit down one-on-one with each of the current contestants. So they talk to Chelsea, and they think she's pretty adorable but needs to open up to Matt more because she mentions that she's really shy. Uh, And then they talk to Abby, and the girls think she might be telling them just what they want to hear and not necessarily what she believes or what she thinks. Well, because they're like, well, she's 23. Does she really want to have kids right away? Like, that's really young to know that information. And we were wondering also if when they showed Laura and Dijana saying, like, the thing about Abby saying what they want to hear, that could have just been editing. Whereas they may not have actually really been thinking that. And then Sagan was just like all about the drama again when she sat down with them. When she's like, oh, people just tell you what you want to hear, even if it's not real. And like, like she didn't talk about herself and her relationship with Matt as much as like the other drama in the house. Yeah, I think Sagan kind of wasted the time. Which she's done week after week since the beginning. And it's kind of a bummer because the first week I was like, oh, she's actually a really great contender. And then she's just, like, spent too much time talking about the drama. So next they talk to Helena. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they really like her. Honestly, I think they look at her as, like, somebody they could be friends with. Yeah. So Helena was like, well, I've only had one date with him, so I can't say I'm in love with him at this point, but maybe at some point. Which I think was very honest. Whereas the other girls are like, oh my gosh. Like, they talk to Emma after, and Emma's like, oh, I'm so in love with Matt. And they're like, is she in love with Matt, or is she in love with the idea of being in love with Matt? Yeah. Because, like, whereas Helena was like, well, it's too early to know that I know I like him, and I know I'd like to spend more time with him. Mm-hmm. And I could see a future there, but I don't think at the end of this I'm going to be, like, madly head over heels in love. Whereas Emma's, like, ready to get married and have children immediately. Mm-hmm. Well, Emma's also a little older as well. Mm-hmm. So did they talk to Ellie? They talked to Ellie first, and it was like, they just showed it so briefly. Because yeah. they were basically like, oh, how are you doing? Like, how's things going? And they're like, okay, great. And then it just skipped on to the next person because, yeah. I don't know. Evidently that conversation wasn't that interesting with Ellie. Yeah. So then, like, they keep showing the guys back at the house, and they're, like, throwing around this football, like, weird, like, double hand, underhand, throwing a football around. And the guys are like, oh, this is our advice to you. But they, like, mumble and talk really fast with their accents. So it's like you can't even understand anything they're saying. I mean, realistically, it kind of felt like they were kind of unproductive. But then again, they were just talking to Matt, so it's not like they had a and lot. And they hadn't of... met any of the girls. Yeah. Like, the former bachelors hadn't met any of his contestants so it's not like they could give any insight into the girls in the house Mm -hmm. um 
so then they all sit down for a dinner party and you find out that Laura and Dijana picked Helena as the dinner date winner. Yay. Which I mean, I don't know if it's a yay, but I don't know. I like I, Helena. I like I mean, Helena, I don't think they're necessarily but I, a great match. But I don't but. think they're actually the most compatible, which is why it was kind of a weird pick. Um because I thought the point was to pick the person most compatible with Matt well, for the dinner date. I or mean, the person that could fit into this life, whereas they were like, well, this girl needs more time, so we want to give her more time. I actually don't know how much the bachelor, uh, the older bachelors have seen of Matt's dates. They haven't seen any of it. Yeah, so they're just, they don't know how he's been interacting with the girls. They just are picking somebody who they think might go well. Yeah. So... Matt's really surprised by the pick because he was like, wow, I never even thought that, like, they would pick Helena. This is a surprise. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should be thinking more about Helena. And then it was, like, this really awkward, serious conversation at the dinner table because they're, like, trying to have a one-on-one conversation. But then they keep getting questions from, like, the bachelors and the, like, bachelorettes back and forth at them. Like, well, what do you think about this? Well, what do you think about this? What's your answer for this? And it was, like, I'm like, I would have hated to win that date. Yeah, like, that seems like the worst date to win, especially if you've only been on one date with Matt. And you're having to answer all these personal questions in front of a room full of people who are judging your answers. I mean, they're asking her, like, when do you think you're going to be ready to have kids? Like, where would you want to travel with him? You what, know? what do you think about Matt so far? How have your dates gone so far? Like, what do you well, think about this? And it's like... You barely know the guy. I don't know. It almost seems more like this date has... Root- ruined the relationship they could have made yeah rather than like helped it it along yeah because it's made like a really awkward situation and then they showed emma back at the house talking about helena getting the dinner date and she was like well i don't know how he could ever pick her she's never been in love before and she's never been rejected therefore like Mm -hmm. she's not ready for this um which i think emma was like a little bit jealous and then Helena says that her biggest fear is heartbreak at the end of this whole thing. Um, And then he gives her the date rose. He did give her date rose, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So we will talk about the one-on-one date and the cocktail party right after this short break. Everybody loves the feeling of winning, especially the feeling of winning on the holidays. If you're giving everybody Bomba socks for the holiday, you deserve a spot in the Holiday Gifting Hall of Fame. We love our Bombas. I'm oh, obsessed. They're so great. And they have little stickies on the bottom so they, your shoe stays on, your sandals stay on, whatever it is. Yeah, for his. Mine don't have stickies, but they do come in fun colors, and I, I just love them. Did you know that the number one most requested item from homeless shelters is socks? And Bombas socks were created to change that. For every pair you buy, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. Bombas socks are soft, but not just like pretty soft. They're like made with the softest cotton in the world soft. And they're built with extra cushioning. So no matter whether you're walking the dog, chilling at home, or saving the world, you'll be comfortable. Bombas socks provide support in places you didn't even know you needed it. Like the arches, each sock is built with special arch support system that's supportive, but not too tight. Like a nice little hug around your foot. Ever notice that annoying toe seam most socks have, that little ridge on the top? Bombas got rid of it. So from now on, it's just smooth sailing. You do a lot of different things. So Bomba made a lot of different types of socks, like dress socks for work, performance socks for working out, and even limited edition holiday socks. They even have a line of merino wool socks, which is what Andrew has. And they're like, merino wool is like regular wool, but magic. And they're soft, warm, and naturally moisture wicking, never itchy or rough. 
And you know that person who's just like a gift enigma, completely impossible to shop for? Bombas is a gift sent from heaven. Everybody loves it. If you want to give somebody a perfectly nice gift, give them a candle. If you want to be the holiday gifting ninja, give them Bombas. Go to bombas.com slash batch report and get 20% off any purchase during their big holiday sale November 18th through December 5th. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash batch report for 20% off bombas.com slash batch report. It's 5 p.m. on a weekday. You're driving home from work. Suddenly, you're covered in a cold sweat. You desperately need to know if Miley Cyrus has clapped back at the haters who slammed her over the backlash to the backlash from her latest post-divorce hookup. Well, luckily, Celeb News Ride Home is here. Celeb News Ride Home is a new daily podcast that covers famous people and the shenanigans they get up to. Every day at 5 p.m., celebrity gossip guru Kate Raft will guide you through everything from Kylie Jenner's newest champagne vending machine to the state of Ben Affleck's giant Phoenix back tattoo, and so much more. It's only 15 minutes long, so it's quick, it's daily, and it's essential. Search your podcast app right now for Ride Home and subscribe to the Celeb News Ride Home podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. So the next one on one date was a little bit of a surprise for me because it ended up being Emma. Well, before he chose Emma, he says, uh, I've been thinking a lot. He had like his little um, mono thing uh, where he was like, oh, I've been thinking a lot and I think I want to choose to give Emma another date. So they go to the chocolate school. Yeah, so they're, like, making chocolate, and I felt like everything he was saying seemed really, like, forced and fake, kind of. Yeah, which makes me, leads me to believe that the directors or the uh, producers kind of influenced his decision. But she was like, oh my gosh, my feelings are through the roof, like, this is amazing, I'm around all these aphrodisiacs, like, we're having such a great time. Their kissing was so awkward. She was, like, really giddy. And I feel like the kissing was forced. And I also feel like Matt was kind of like, I don't know, just didn't feel genuine to me. But I think Matt likes the idea of Emma. Like, Emma likes the idea of Matt. They just have no real connection together. Mm -hmm. Where he's like, oh, like, she's the same age as me. She has an established career. She wants a family. Like, she ticks all the boxes of what he wants, Mm -hmm. technically. But that doesn't mean that they actually have any sort of chemistry together. Yeah. But she got a date, Rose, so... And we watched a lot of awkward kissing. Well, she... They talked for a while. I just feel like she didn't have any, like, vulnerability. She wasn't really opening up, like, with vulnerability. She was just kind of, like, doing whatever. So, meanwhile, Asha shows up to the house. Or after. I think it was... I don't think Emma came back. Emma was there. Oh, she was? Yeah. She just flew under the radar. Yeah. Asha drops two date cards on the table and he informs the woman, women that they need to claim the date cards or choose who gets it. And they, they need to be the ones to take initiative that evening to talk to Matt. Mm-hmm. And only two of them would get to talk to Matt before the rose ceremony. So Sagan so just takes the first card like right off the table. Like She's like, I've not had any time since the first week. Which there was uh, pretty much no protest on that from the other girls. Which the other girls are like, well, you haven't had any time since the first week, so you probably need it. And I think that none of them really felt intimidated by Sagan taking it. Like, Mm -hmm. they don't feel like Sagan is going to take their place Mm -hmm. in any way. 
Um, so then Ellie really wanted it and was like, there's something I really need to tell Matt. Like, I need to do it right now. I need to tell him. I need to tell him. It's really important. And then Abby's like, well, there's something that I really need to tell Matt. And you had a second one-on-one date. I never have time with Matt, which is crazy because I feel like Abby has the most time with Matt because mm-hmm. she wins every group date and gets that extra time. Um, so yeah. it's kind of like the girls agreed that Ellie should get it, but then Abby took Ellie aside and convinced Ellie to give her the date card, mm-hmm. which then Ellie regretted and was like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. And then Kristen, of all people stands up to Abby and says, you shouldn't have taken her date card. You don't deserve that time. You've had plenty of time. And Ellie really needed that time to talk to Matt. Mm-hmm. And then Matt shows up, like, right in the middle of Kristen going off on Abby. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Abby was really manipulative, honestly. And she, like, kind of bullied Ellie a little bit to get the date card. And then... Um, and then actually had nothing to say to Matt. Well... Yeah, they go off and... Well, first the gang goes off and she just basically blew all her time. She was like, I feel like I've fallen behind. And he was like, well, I can't know what you're thinking. Like, you can come talk to me whenever. Why haven't you come and talk to me? And she was just like... It was this weird, like, um, uh, um, I don't know. She just was not there. And, like, she wouldn't look at him in the eyes and it was like... It was really freaking awkward. Yeah. So Abby goes in and she kind of, like, pretty much blows her time, too. But but then she's like, oh, my God, there's raspberries on the spread today. Like, she just talks about nothing. She just basically wanted to prevent the other girls from getting time. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Abby is, is playing a game rather than, like, genuinely being there for the right Well, reasons. and then I was reading in an article this week that popped up because I was trying to find out what Sagan's job is. And I found out she was a civil engineer, but the first thing that popped up was this article about how one of the girls in the house had given Matt a blowjob during a cocktail party, hmm. which is like, everyone is assuming was Abby, but... Yeah. I mean, they pretty much have the cameras on him the whole time, so I'm not sure how that would work out. I mean, I'm sure they could get privacy if they needed it. Sure. I know that in the American version, they... There have been several contestants that I've slept with people throughout the show. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's what it is, I guess. But Abby gets the date rose, or the sort of date rose. Um, and then they move on to the rose ceremony. The rose ceremony. Which, looking at them all standing up there, you can tell Matt has a type. Because they all have the same shade of blonde hair, mm-hmm. aside from Sagand. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, but when Abby got back from her little date thing with Matt, I didn't like how she was... They're like, oh, how'd it go? Did you have a good chat? And she's like, oh my gosh, they had raspberries, and we ate so much cheese. And they're like... Like, it was rubbing it in their faces and rude. And the fact that she didn't actually talk about anything was, like... Yeah. Kind of a slap in the face. But, so it goes to the rose ceremony. Kristen gets called out first, followed by Chelsea... And then Ellie was the last rose, which I feel like is editing because she'd been so worried the entire episode about not telling Matt her feelings. So, of course, they're going to have her be the last one to get a rose. Was so, Ellie the last one? Yes. Or was it? And then Sagand is the one who got Kristen. booted. Kristen was first. First. Okay. That's right. Always the first person gets the date for the next show. 
Yeah. So that's something. To or not always, it but sure seems like frequently. Majority. I feel like it's either the last person to get a rose or the first person to get a rose that gets the date the next week. It's yeah. never someone like smack dab in the middle. No. So. We say goodbye to Sagand. I mean, it's been a long time coming. Mm -hmm. And I think Sagand had honestly not been that into Matt. And I honestly feel like Kristen is also at a similar spot in Ellie as well, where they're starting to not see a future with Matt. Yeah. So who's your favorite of the girls left? Um, My favorite as in who I like the best as a person or who I think would be best with Matt or whichever I think honestly the best person for Matt at the end of it would probably be Emma Mm -hmm. just because they're both kind of in this fantasy world of like wanting the perfect scenario I don't think it would work out long term necessarily but they would at least like be excited to do interviews. Be excited to, like, be in the public. Like, like they're similar enough that yeah. they would work well together. Um, my favorite, like, as a person... I like Kristen more and more each week. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like Helena. Quite a yeah. Bit. Um, hmm. Chelsea, I really liked. And then I've liked her less. And then... Ellie, I go back and forth on a lot, so. And okay. Abby is Abby, so. You don't like Abby. I like Abby as, like, a villain. She's a great villain. Mm. And I think she's honestly playing up the villain role. Yeah. Like, she knows she's getting the edit, and she's sure. just, like, playing that up to her advantage. I mean, what has she done after the show? Do you know? Um, I know she's been traveling a lot. I know that she gained some weight and then was posting about it this past week. Oof. Because she's been, she was like, I've been traveling for the past five or six weeks straight, so I've been eating out all the time, and like I don't have as much time to work out as I normally do, so I feel really bad about myself. But yeah, but she's also been traveling, so that's nice. And then she's like, well, once I'm not traveling anymore, at least I can like get back into my normal mm-hmm. like eating and workout habits. But nice. Yeah. So next week we are going to be doing a double episode. So hopefully. You guys will be able to stay tuned on that one as well. Yep, right before we take our nice winter break. So enjoy. Bye.